0: You are listening to the Game Changers Podcast. Hello, my love, and welcome back to the Game Changers Podcast. I kind of promised myself I wasn't gonna sing at the start of these episodes because I realized I probably lose a lot of retention, but it's just a habit, guys. It's just a habit that can't be broken because it's embedded with passion. But anyway, how are you? What are you doing? What are you up to? What are you achieving in life at the moment? I actually just realized that I don't have a spiel at the start of my podcast. I've been listening to quite a few other people's podcasts lately because I'm really in this kind of learning state, particularly about taking action, flow, neuroscience, psychology. And I realized that a lot of other people have this really long spiel. You know, sometimes it goes for three minutes, sometimes it goes for 75,000 minutes, what it feels like anyway, where they really talk about who they are, what they do and all of this stuff at the beginning of every podcast. Now, I wanted to explain that the reason why I don't have that and I just have a welcome to the Game Changers podcast with a funky ass beat is because I hate the introductions in podcasts. You know, when you listen to someone's podcast over and over again, and you hear the same thing over and over again. I don't know. I don't enjoy that. And that's why I didn't have it here on my podcast. But I wanted to maybe take three hopefully four seconds, out of this particular episode. If you are new around here and if you've just started or just discovered this podcast, I kind of just wanted to give you a little bit of an idea about what the podcast is and who I am. So hello, welcome. My name is Erin May Henry. I used my middle name because Erin Henry by itself is incredibly boring. I am a YouTuber and an online entrepreneur who specializes in helping you to build the business of your dreams all while building a mission-driven, impactful, personal brand. Basically, this podcast, the Game Changers podcast, is all about teaching you how to show up in your life and in business. Game Changers to me are people who really make waves, not only for the community at large and the world at large, but in their own lives. They're people who say yes to life. They're people who don't let fear get in the way. They're people who really dive deep into their vision and don't Stop themselves from taking action. And so, particularly, this podcast is about exactly that. Not only do I sit down with personal episodes, solo episodes, and teach you how to become more of a game changer, you know, how to be more confident, give you strategies and ideas and concepts and tools and tips on how to show up more in your life, but also I sit down with people and share the stories of how they became game changers in their lives, their businesses, and to their audiences. So I hope you enjoyed that. That is what this podcast is all about. But today's episode is going to be all about eight rules of badass women. Now, before yesterday, I actually didn't really love to use the word rules. I'm a Gemini, I'm a rebel at heart, and rules and I don't go well together. However, yesterday I started listening to this book. It is called The Perfect Day by a guy, which right now I can't remember his name. I'm going to leave the book linked in the show notes. Um, But I started listening to this book. It's a really short book. It's a two-hour book. It's really, really good. And he talks about a concept that I so believe in, which is the more structure you have in your life the more freedom you actually have. Because prior to 2018, where I had a call with one of my friends, Haley, and she introduced me to the wonderful world of time management and project management, particularly for entrepreneurship. Prior to that, I was someone who was like, I just go with the flow. And that really wasn't working out for me. Honestly, it wasn't. I was always kind of like stressed, not necessarily stressed out and overwhelmed, I wouldn't say, but I was just like a headless chook running around, like trying to like, Throw spaghetti at the wall, bull in a china shop, all the standard quotes of someone who kind of doesn't know what's going on. But then I started really getting into time management and project management, and it changed my life. And I really did realize that the more rigid I was with my scheduling, the more freedom I actually have. I find myself to be someone who doesn't really do a lot. Like I I really feel like I don't. And yet my output is massive. I have a podcast. I have a YouTube channel. I've got, you know, at any one time, three or four group coaching programs going on at a time. And I also have a bunch of hobbies and all of these things. And I've been speaking a lot about balance lately. But really at the end of the day, uh, the biggest thing is that I'm just super, super diligent with deadlines and getting stuff done. And so I thought about, Rules when I was listening to this book, this person was talking about, you know, how having rules and having structure is not only good for time management, but it's good for all areas of life. When you have a set of guidelines and structure around who you want to be, how you want to show up, how you want to run your day, you will have so much more freedom. You don't have to spend time thinking about how would I handle this situation? Or you don't have to spend time thinking about you know, what should I be focusing on? What are my values? If you know this stuff already, you have your list of do's and have your list of don'ts. You make life so much easier to navigate. And so I've redeveloped my relationship with the word rules. And what I wanted to do was sit down today and kind of share from my experience and in my opinion, these will be different for everyone, obviously, but I wanted to share my eight rules of badass women and why I say badass women rather than like a successful woman or, you know, an entrepreneur is like these are just really my rules for how to show up more confidently in your life. Like I said in that little introduction of today's episode of what this podcast is actually about. I just wanna show you how to become the game changer in your own life. I want your life to be extraordinary. Yes, from the perspective of building a business and a personal brand, but why do you do these things? You do these things so you can live an extraordinary life and you can positively impact other people. That to me is badass. A woman who has decided that she is capable of creating that experience for herself and others, that is the ultimate definition of badass. You know, badass to me is not like a woman who plays with fire or a woman who wears only leather or rides a Harley Davidson, although that is pretty freaking badass. You could literally be like Susie Ann from the country club and still be just as badass because it's not about how you style yourself. It's not about how you talk, walk or act. It's literally about the inner stuff. Badass women follow these set of rules that I'm about to give you and there is absolutely no package or container from which these rules can be contained in. So I just want to tell you that you are or can become a badass no matter what your style is, no matter what your personality is like. Badass is just about seeing that you are worthy of of something more, and actually going for that. So that is what this episode is about. I have a little bit of a throat. if you can't tell. So if my voice cuts out, I'm sorry. Let's just all be real and accept each other for who we are at any moment in life. Okay? Thanks. Love you. All right. So number one is that they make fun a priority. And really what I mean by this is badass women don't take themselves or anything too seriously. You know, again, I know we all have this visualization of a badass woman being someone who like rocks up in this little cameo in like an action film and like sets something on fire and then like rides away on a Harley Davidson never ever cracking a smile. I really don't think like although that is really cool, I don't think that's the definition of being a badass, right? I think being a badass is realizing that life is short. Life is really freaking short. I saw this quote slash poster thing the other day of it was like, actually, my dad shared it on Facebook. I think this is the second time I've quoted something my dad has shared on Facebook. But anyway, um, it was just essentially like a picture of like people in a line and they were like all like at the, the person at the front of the line was like being lifted up to like the heavens. And basically, it just says like, we're all in line like we are, we're in line to that kind of, you know, ending. We are like, we don't realize it, but at any one moment, like we are all in line for the end, for the end of our life. And as morbid as that kind of sounds, excuse me, as morbid as that kind of sounds, it's just the truth. Like life doesn't last forever. And I think what is really badass about You know, life is that we don't need to take it so seriously. Yes, of course, we need to be serious about our goals and our and our and our and uh, there there. Yep, that's English. We need to be serious about our goals and our ambitions, and we need to be focused, and we need to work hard, and we need to be dependent and reliable, all at the same time, of other people. You know, and so yes, there is a serious side to life. But I really think that badass women, like they do focus on making everything fun, like life is a game life is a mystery life is an adventure if you try something and fail it doesn't matter that much you know if you literally go on live video and completely screw up your words or make mistakes like i just did on this podcast like it's not the end of the world i think that so many people take themselves and everything they do so seriously that they almost paralyze themselves from ever really taking action but you know at the end of the day it's just about not kind of sweating the small stuff and just understanding that life is supposed to be enjoyed. I mean, think about why we do most of what we do. It is literally to have fun, to find happiness. Why do you want to make more money? So you can travel, so you can you know, buy things. Why do you think you do all of those things to make yourself happy? Why do you help other people to make them happy? Literally everything we are striving for is joy, joy is fun and I think that if you can become someone who knows that and builds their life around that doesn't say no to things because oh my god what if I'm not good at it and I embarrass myself you know That's just such a waste. Do you want to get to like 80, 90 years old and think, oh man, I wish I tried that hobby or man, I wish I traveled to that place. No, you know, that book, like the top 10 regrets of the dying. One of the number one things is like that they didn't experience more and spend more time with people that they love. You know, it's not like, oh my God, I regret starting that business or anything like that. It's like people regret the opportunities, the shots that they didn't take. And so I think one of the most important things is like following fun, like that makes you a badass when you can say i'm doing this because i want to enjoy and something that i've always said in business i can remember the first time i said it i was like filming a video with george and then we sat down because i was like getting a little frustrated and i was like ah, i hate this video blah, blah 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 whatever um and then you know i kind of said to him i was like i, I don't want to make this video anymore like that's the thing it was like a particular topic or project or something i can't remember the, the details exactly but i turned around to him and i said like this business stuff, it's scary. Like I'm putting myself on the line every single day and if it's not fun, it's not worth it. But I think that's true for every area of life. So number one, follow the fun, make fun a priority. That is so important to be a badass. Now, the second thing is badass women know their values. This is so important. And I think this is one of the most badass things that you can do. Know what's important to you know what you value and have enough self-respect to not waver from these values don't be peer pressured into doing something that you don't want to do or that is against your values you know an example because in the book that i am referring to they said something similar but it was pertaining to like weight loss um, and it wasn't really about values but it was just a really great example you know it's like if you went to a party and people like were pressuring you to drink, and it was your value not to drink alcohol, but people were pressuring you to do that. You know, a lot of people would give in and they would just do it. They would succumb to the pressures of society and, and and social interaction. But yet, if that person was like, if you were pregnant and you were at a at a party and someone was pressuring you to drink, not that I think that they would, but you know, if you were pregnant, it would just be a hard no. It's like, no, I'm pregnant. You know what I mean? Because it's a value of a pregnant person not to drink alcohol because. It is. It's important, right? Um, So you've just got to be almost like that diligent on what your values are and what do values look like. You know, values can look like anything. It's just you identifying what's important to you. You may have values around your health. You may have values around your lifestyle. You know, you might value time in the morning. And so you value waking up early. And so you don't stay out too late at night, even if people try to pressure you to do so. Values might be that you spend time with family. Like my number one value is connection. I need time every single day to connect with people. I speak to my mom on the phone every single day. I make sure George and I have, you know, some deep conversations at night. I call my friends all the time, try to, you know, whether it's like, um, just voice messaging sometimes or, you know, whether actually having a phone call. I try to book in mastermind sessions like that is one of my number one values. And so I don't allow the pressures of building a business to get in the way of that, you know, and some people really value their health. Like, it's going to be different for every single person. And that's what's amazing. It makes us unique. And that's even more badass, like the fact that all of our values are different. But know what your values are and stick to them. That is badass, okay? Now, if you don't know what your values are, I know it can be really hard. I feel like I've understood my values a lot more as I've gotten older. Like, I don't think I would have known my values as much when I was like in my early 20s because I just didn't think about it. I mean, my value, your values are, are of course gonna change, but I mean, my values at the time was having fun really, which actually, to be honest, hasn't changed now that I really think about it. My, my, my values at the time were spending time with my friends and going out and partying. And I mean, my two top values now are spending time with my family and having fun. So the value itself actually hasn't changed. It's just the context in which I do those things has changed, you know? So if you don't know your values, something that I could suggest you do is go online and like print off or like look at a list of values. Like there'll be just like, if you're typing like list of values, there'll be like a big ass list. A lot of like personal development seminars use this as an exercise. So you'll be able to find one easily and just like scan through the list and any words that stand out to you, like try to start building some values from there. But Number three is, and I guess this kind of has to do with like knowing your values and sticking to them as well. But number three is that badass women really do have boundaries. Your boundaries are going to be based off your values, right? So these are kind of go hand in hand. But I think there's a lot of misconception about what boundaries looks like in the online entrepreneurship industry right now. A lot of people, especially people who are in the coaching industry, take boundaries as being like, you need to make sure that you are telling your clients not to ever call you outside of their you know, selected call times. Like a lot of people are using this kind of guru-esque approach to boundaries. And I personally think that we're missing the point a little bit here. Boundaries are just you respecting your values. You know, I highly value connections. So for me to have a 45 session for me to have like a um 45 minute session with a client when it was supposed to be 30 minutes it doesn't bother me at all i don't feel energetically drained i don't feel like they're abusing me it's just we had to get done what we were working on you know i'm not going to cut a client off at 59 minutes and be like all right peace i'm out i'll talk to you next week i would never ever 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 do that that's just rude in my opinion you know i value other people's times, but I also just value getting my clients results. So it's not just about saying like, I'm only going to coach or have calls at certain times of the day and my time is the most important. It's more important than other people and stuff. No, it's just about having boundaries. Know what does drain you energetically. And make sure that you are not doing that thing. You know what I mean? So like one of my boundaries is like, I need sleep. Okay. So whether or not it be uh, social engagements or whether or not it be family, I can like, of course, stay out later when I don't have anything on the next day. But if I had like an 8am call, I need my sleep. I don't really operate on my sleep. So one of my boundaries is that if I have something important the next day, I need to have an early night. That is a boundary of mine. That is something that I make sure I'm not on my phone. I'm not doing calls at night, really, really late. Um, because it's just a boundary of mine, okay? So know what energetically drains you and create boundaries around that. Don't just assume that you have to just take on this, like, I'm the leader, no one speaks to me outside of the hours of nine to five. That's not what boundaries looks like. Boundaries looks like knowing the things that drain you, like maybe you've got some really toxic friends or some friends who gossip and you know that it is really not good for your mental health, okay? Create boundaries around the time that you spend with them. Maybe you're... Uh, partner really really loves to drink and like get drunk and that's fine you know sometimes that can be fun I'm not gonna sit here and be like never drink Um, but maybe you create some boundaries around like look I'm only gonna drink on Friday nights because like I want to make sure that I'm healthy and able to wake up and do my thing on a Monday morning you know so that's what boundaries is whatever is energetically draining you make sure you're not doing that or too much of that thing you know The next thing, and this is super, super, super important, is I really do think this is one of the big differences between people who I would classify to be like badass and people who maybe are not so badass, is resilience, right? Everybody fails. Like every single person fails. Even since we were like babies, we've been failing. We have failed more times in our lives than we have succeeded. So much so. You know, We've probably failed more times in life than we've eaten meals. Like, you don't understand. There's so many things that we have done, which has been, quote unquote, a failure. If we are categorizing a failure as something that didn't go right. I mean, think about how many times you've said the wrong word in a sentence. Hashtag failure. You know what I mean? Like, we are always failing. Failing. But the thing is, there's some areas of life in which we create meaning about failing, which stops us from taking action or really derails us when the failure happens. And I think something that's so important to be a badass and to kind of get more out of life is to be resilient, is to be able to bounce back, is to be able to shake it off, shake it. Oh, no, my God. I I started singing like two different songs. I was like literally singing like the Taylor Swift song and then the Florence and Florence Florence and the machine against the machine, rage against the machine. Oh my God, why am I doing like a human centipede of songs here? Seriously. Okay, so the thing is resilient people are able to shake off their failures or the things that don't go right. You know, if you go and say, want to do a bungee jump and you go walk out to the edge and you just can't do it. You're not mentally there. It's scary. You know, you get to the edge. Most people would say, that's it. I'm never going to do that. A resilient person, if they wanted to, obviously if bungee jumping was something that they wanted to conquer, a resilient person would say, I'm going to come back and try again. And I'm going to keep coming back and trying again until I do it, until I break through this fear. There's this show that I watch, um, a show. There's this YouTube channel that I watch called Yes Theory. And one of their episodes was all about one of their members, Matt, had this chronic fear of backflipping because he had an accident backflipping off the side of a pool when he was a child. So it was this like thing that had manifested into this super rational fear of backflipping. A resilient person is going to say to themselves, I want to overcome this fear and I'm going to do whatever it takes to get there. Even if I fail 20,000 times in the process. A non-resilient person slash a non-badass person would just accept the fear for the way that it is. And Matt in this episode said a really good thing. And he said, if we never truly overcome our fears, are we ever truly free? Because no, we're not. We're caged in by our fears. We're held back by our fears. So whatever it is that you're fearing the most now, and maybe you've tried, dabbled a little bit, didn't really work out, you have to move through that. You have to build a resilience in that area. Because otherwise, you're never, ever, ever truly free. I mean, you can have all the money and all the fame in the entire world, but if you're caged in by your fears, life is going to be really difficult for you. So building that resilience muscle, and yes, I say it is a muscle because it's something that you have to build and use in order to have, it just comes with time. You know, taking small steps in the right direction through those fears that you have, bouncing back from when things don't go the way that you expect them to be, quote unquote, failure. But really, it is all about just try again or just try for the first time, which, you know, a lot of people aren't doing yet at all. So you could start there. The next thing is badass women don't manufacture an identity. Whoa, this is a big one. So I have unfortunately seen quite a few people that I know in real life show up online in a way that is so so unlike who they really are. Now, every person who is building a personal brand has what I like to call an exaggerated version of who they are. So for me, I am not always this commanding in my voice. You know, I'm, today I'm probably not commanding very much, but you know, I'm pretty theatrical in the way that I speak. I speak a lot with my hands. I yell a lot. You know, 90 I'm not like that 99.999% of the time. I'm not like that 100% of the time, you know. When I'm sleeping, I'm not like that. No jokes, but like, you know what I mean? Like I I definitely show up as an exaggerated version of me. Now, is it different to who I am? Absolutely not. And most people when they meet me in real life tell me that I am actually in fact exactly the same. I just feel like I I don't know, amplify the tone of my voice or, you know, I would say things in a more exaggerated way. Like I probably wouldn't have a conversation with someone and say exaggerated, you know? (laughs) So I'm just amping it up, you could say. Now, it's not even by purpose. It's just the way that most people would be if they stood in front of a crowd of people and started speaking to them. You know, it's not something that I've intentionally thought of doing. It's just the way that you are when you're performing. Right now I am performing. However, I have seen quite a few people show up in a way that is a front. It really is. You know, it's like almost the total opposite of their insecurities. And it's like they want people to see them in a certain way and online is the best place for them to be able to do that because who would know? And it's easy to mimic, it's easy to copy, you know, it's easy to create this facade and then really be someone different in the background. And it's unfortunate. Like, it's unfortunate it really is. And I created an episode prior to this all about authenticity. If you haven't listened to that yet, I would definitely recommend you do so. But, you know, when I spoke in that episode, authenticity is just being real. It's being real and true to who you are. And that's badass, guys. You know, going out there and telling everyone you're super confident and all of this stuff, like, okay, that's amazing if that's who you really are. But I think the super confident, people and the super bold people are the ones that just show up as their authentic self and don't have to put on this whole facade you know so and again like hiring for your small business if you're not looking for professionals on linkedin you're looking in the wrong place that's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role in a given month over seventy percent of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites so start looking in the right place with LinkedIn you can hire professionals like a professional post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today for the most part for most people I follow um, and and don't come for me but I watch a lot of commentary stuff and a lot of people, the example that a lot of people give with this particular conversation, and I know there's going to be a lot of people who are angry at me, but this is not my opinion. I'm just sharing the message because it is an example of what I'm talking about. I'm only speaking from the perspective of some people that I know, you know, some people that I've had the pleasure of being interacted with, but then realized, oh, actually you're kind of like different to what you are online, right? But a lot of people talk about Lizzo being an example of this, like almost like the overconfidence is hiding the insecurity, and I think that's what a lot of people do. And I think, you know, sometimes it's just better to be vulnerable. It's just better to to share the the stuff that you're going through, the struggles. That you know, when someone says something nasty to you, that like it impacted you. I'm not saying that you need to be a negative Nancy all the time, but You don't have to manufacture an identity. You know, you really don't have to be something just for people to see you as a leader. You don't have to be the most confident, the most successful, making the most money. I know I don't make the most money online, but I'm still a successful business coach in my own opinion (laughs) and in the opinion of the hundreds of people who've trusted me to be their coach, you know, just be who you are, be who you are and where you are that's badass not coming out here and telling the world you're the most confident person in the world yeah number six and i i already touched on this in the beginning but i want to touch on it again because this is really important is badass women aren't perfectionists and what i mean by this is they don't sweat the small stuff and i know i kind of mentioned that in the beginning right but all the little details they just don't matter Like they really, really don't. As much as you think that they're going to be the thing that makes the difference between your success or your not success, they just don't. It's the combination of all these little things that over time is going to result on whether you're successful or not. You know, the color of, and I use this example a lot and I feel like everyone uses this example for perfectionism, but anyway, like the color of the button on your website It's not going to matter. Your entire website and the copy and all of these, yeah, okay, it matters a little bit. Your entire brand, yeah, that matters. Your entire business model and your existence and how you're showing up, yeah, that matters. But when you get it down to such a micro level and spend so much time worrying about all these little details, it just doesn't matter. I want you to think of it like this. Your computer screen or your phone screen is made up of hundreds of thousands of little pixels, right? If you zoomed in at times 100,000, you would be able to see each individual little pixel for what it is. At any one time, there could be a pixel that isn't working. Now, would you see it at that macro level when you're zoomed out to zero? No, of course not. If there was one little pixel that was a slightly different color to the rest of the pixels, would you see it? Of course not. And that's what I'm saying, like all of those tiny little details together, they make up the big stuff. And yes, that does matter. But on the macro level, you're not going to see the small insignificant stuff, you know what I mean? And yet so many people are paralyzed. Because of it, because of these little tiny details. And I'm talking tiny details like, does it matter whether you film a video on your phone or on a camera? No, it's not. People aren't even going to notice. You know, does it matter if you record a podcast with your iPhone headphones rather than a blue Yeti? No, it's not going to matter. Like, yeah, okay, there's going to be a huge difference between you just talking directly into your iPhone and you having a $17,000 stereo system but do they matter? Not in the beginning, really. Don't sweat the small stuff. Like you really can't get frustrated with little tech issues or get paralyzed by things not being perfect. You know what I mean? Like, yes, sometimes it's good to try and make things look nice, but if you're spending way too much time on it, it's just not worth it. Badass women take action. They don't let the details stop them from showing up and doing the important work that matters. And the next thing is, and I kind of spoke about this in the beginning as well, because that was a big part of what this episode was inspired by, but badass women, so we're up to number seven, by the way, if you were wondering, (laughs) if you were wondering and playing along at home, Um, badass women manage their time. You know, I think that is such a badass characteristic and quality and trait for you to adopt is realizing that going with the flow, man, actually is going to give you less time. We all don't live on a hippie commune where our only responsibility for the day is to enjoy life. That's just not the world most of us, I mean, some of us might, live in. We have responsibilities. There's things that happen. There's fires that need to be put out. There's businesses that need to be run. There's money that needs to be made. You know, all of this stuff is happening on a day-to-day basis. So going with the flow, man. It just doesn't work. If we let our day go with the flow like that and just do what we feel like doing when we feel like doing it, we will never get anything done. And then you'll constantly be in this state of fear, overwhelm, anxiety, you'll always have these tasks, these to-do lists hanging over your head. That to me is not going with the flow. That is pure, pure stress-inducing activity actually being more diligent with your time. Like I said, I am super diligent with my time now. Like I am even getting to the point where I'm back-to-back scheduling tasks and calls because I know like today I have done a live session, I've had a client call, I'm recording a podcast now, I've got a video after this. Like it's only 12 o'clock. I'm going to have this podcast interview finished. I'm going to sit down, and record a video, which will take me 15 minutes, edit it and upload it. I will literally be done recording a podcast, uploading it, recording a video, uploading it, doing a live training and having a client call all within the space of four hours. You know what I mean? Because I'm just doing one thing after another. I'm not sitting there doing one task, then spending 35,000 minutes on social media. I don't know why I exaggerate so much like that. You know what I mean? But I don't scroll and then go back to something just because I feel like it. And then you know what I'll do for the rest of the day? Whatever I want. Scroll on the couch in my underpants eating popcorn, because maybe that's what I feel like doing. But you know what? Everything I need to have get done has gotten done. And that's because I'm diligent with my time. Now that doesn't mean again, having like from 6am until 7pm in your calendar scheduled every single day, but the stuff that you need to do and the stuff that needs to get done, just get it done. Just put it in the calendar and just do it. I'm definitely, definitely going to record a podcast slash maybe do a YouTube video. I don't know. Let me know on social media, which one, um, on like how to actually stick to your calendar, it's not a strategy, I promise you. No freaking calendar planner, pen, like post-it note is gonna change the mindset behind this. It's all because you're not taking action because of fear. Your ability to take action on your time management system is all a mindset thing, okay? So I'll definitely talk about that. But badass people, they definitely, definitely know how to manage their time. They know by managing their time and just taking action on what they actually plan, they're going to have so much more freedom in their life. And then the final thing is number eight, eight rules of badass women. Number eight is they know their worth. I actually had a conversation with a client recently who was still struggling a little bit, I would say, with sales. And, you know, they mentioned something really interesting to me, which was about, you know, I get to that point where it's time to make the sale and I think, oh, like, why don't I just give this to this person for free? And really that comes from a lack of confidence, a lack of confidence in yourself, in your content, in your ability to coach people, et cetera, et cetera. But really it comes down to I'm not worthy, you know. Pretty much any block that we have, any fear that we have, comes from a space of I'm not worthy. Think about it. If you dug deep and excavated on every fear that you have, it comes from the space of not feeling worthy. You know, I have a lot of people with the block around going live and I know I use it as an example but I just know a lot of people struggle with it. It's just such a powerful tool and I really, really try harping in on this one because like, live is one of the main things that I use to sell things, grow my audience, build connections. Like, Live is just so powerful and so many people aren't doing it and it's a shame because it all comes down to a fear. Okay, where does that fear come from? Well, I'm afraid people are gonna judge me. Why do you care about people judging you? Because if they judge me, they'll reject me. Why do you care about people rejecting you? Because that will hurt my ego and make me feel unworthy. Most of your fears will be traced back to a sense of not feeling worthy. When you love yourself and respect yourself and know that your worth is never in question, nobody else's opinion of you matters really Like, of course, I want people to think I'm a good person and that I'm humble and all these things, and I want people to care about me. I want people to love me. I care what people think from that respect, but I'm getting to a point. I don't think anyone will fully ever be there, but I've gotten myself to a point where I don't care if you don't think my content is good. I really don't because I'm worthy of having this platform, you know, and and that's the truth. That's how I truly, truly feel. I'm worthy of coming on here and just chatting shit for 25, 30 minutes and making mistakes and sharing things that I'm passionate about. I know I just said chatting shit, but this is obviously fire content slash chatting shit. (laughs) I think anything I do is like chatting shit slash really inspiring fire content. But either way, I know I'm worthy of having this platform. I know I'm worthy of the followers that I have. Like, I've. I'm not either. I'm worthy, yes, because I've worked hard to get to this point, but I'm also worthy just because. And I think that is a really badass thing that you can say like, I'm worthy of this. I'm worthy of all my dreams. I'm worthy of all my goals. Like, why not me? Why can't I have this? Why can't I just show up and sell? Why can't I just show up and do a live? Like other people can do it. Yeah, they get hate. Yeah, they get feedback, but they just do it. And most people enjoy it. Why can't I have that? And when you can get to that point where you're like, why can't I have this? And you truly believe it. And there's nothing in your mind that says, because you suck. That is badass. All right, those are my eight things. Let me just quickly reel them off again just in case you've forgotten you want to write them down, but don't write if you're driving or in the bath. Maybe you can write if you're in the bath, but if you're in the shower, probably don't. Unless you have one of those shower pads. I really want to get one of those because I have a lot of ideas in the shower. Number one is making fun a priority. Number two is knowing what your values are and sticking to them. Number three is having boundaries. Number four is being resilient. Number five is not manufacturing an identity. Number six is not sweating the small stuff and being a perfectionist. Number seven is managing your time. And number eight is knowing your worth. All right, that is it for me. I truly, truly, truly hope that you did enjoy this episode. Let me know, of course, over on social media. Instagram is the best place to contact me. Let me know and make sure to share this episode if you found it valuable and you think that other people would enjoy it also. I really appreciate you and your time and just know that you are literally just a few pivots away from being a full-blown bonafide badass. So let me know also which one of these you are going to work on most or which resonates the most. And of course, I will see you in the next episode. All right, I'm going to stop singing. I promise. No, I don't promise. That's never going to happen. Bye, guys. Acast powers the world's best podcasts.